0: Good morning. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Hi.
0: Here we go again. (gasps) You know one thing that's kind of funny? I had been um, listening before publishing the sound for the podcast. Uh And one of the things I noticed is that I'm so focused on getting through, like, Mm -hmm. on the podcast and what we're talking about that Mm -hmm. I miss all the little comments you guys make. Like, when we started Joseph... There was a thought of, like, parents shouldn't have favorites, and Caleb said something like, "Except a favorite ice cream. You can have a favorite ice cream. And I didn't even hear you say that, but that's really funny. That you were like, except a favorite ice cream. And yesterday, Um. Elsie was flipping through her book and she's like, here's Abraham and there's David and there's Goliath and there's Abraham. And look, there's David and there's Goliath and there's David and there's Goliath and there's Abraham and there's David and there's Goliath. And she's like, like ten times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> not try to pay attention more to all the. There's just so many people in the conversation, it's hard to hear all the things you're saying. And then you can hear them a little bit later on. It's pretty funny. It's weird. Let's do one of our meal prayers for singing. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to do one that's called, Oh, the Lord is good to me. And so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need, the sun, and and the rain, and and the the apple seed. The Lord is good to me. Yeah, the kids call it the Johnny (laughs) Appleseed prayer, but I hope they say it with reverence and respect. (laughs) Johnny
1: Appleseed. Okay, thank you, Emma. (laughs) All right, so let's (laughs)
0: sing it. (laughs) Oh, the Lord Lord is is good good to me. me. And so So I thank the Lord for giving me the things things I need. The sun and and the rain and and the apple seed. The Lord is good to me. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Yeah, that's how that meal prayer goes. Very nice one. So you can play that back and learn that one a little bit and and jump in. So for our Genesis study, we're looking at Joseph. And last time, Joseph didn't end well for Joseph, did it? Where did Joseph end up at the end of the last time we were reading?
1: A cistern.
0: A cistern. He ended up in a pit. How do you think you'd feel if you came on a journey to check on your brothers? You wanted to check in on them for your father. And And when you found them, they threw you in a pit.
1: (laughs) <laughs> sounds really funny. Well, how would you feel if
0: you were Joseph?
1: I would not feel that very happy. I'd feel very sad and angry, and I'd, like, dig a hole. Especially if you walked, know. like...
0: You don't have anything. You've just thrown into a pit and left there.
1: I mean, it would be very frustrating, especially if you walked, like, I would try to find 40, way, yeah. 70 miles.
0: Hmm. you can come a long ways.
1: Mm-hmm. Just to get to... Your brothers, your brothers and then they throw you to to be thrown th- in a pit mm-hmm. huh? but i mean it Wouldn't would be a be... nice resting place so <laughs> probably in
0: shade. It's funny emma but it's probably not how you'd be feeling oh what a great resting place i think i'll take a nap
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's more
0: a scary <laughs> place <laughs> i think
1: that's what i would, I would do, do i'll take a nap I'd be like, i mean okay. you,
0: you Good really night. don't know what's going to happen next though do you and he's he's stuck in there and probably pretty afraid, thinking he might die. He could die in there
1: all by himself, right? Unless well, he got out. <laughs> unless
0: there was a way out. But even then, you know, this obviously was um, risky business, you know, and his brother's really didn't want to see him anymore that they that they did that and he had to think about what they felt about him too, you know, and that I'm sure was not fun should we read some more then?
1: Mhm.
0: okay, so we've got the cistern things happened and I think we have to pick it up around I'm
1: 25
0: 25 okay, so Genesis listen to the parts of the story, Elsie, would you like to say something?
1: well I were Joseph, I would, if I mm-hmm. would look for my brothers, just to play with them and be with them. <laughs> if they were going to kill me, I would just grab a sword, knife just kill them. Oh because they t- were being made to me too.
0: Yikes. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> I don't even think you have a sword though. Well, these I brothers were all so older, you know, they were all Joseph. older and, and bigger and there's just one Joseph and I'm I don't know. This was this is you know, they she were certainly able it. to do what they wanted to do and it's know. pretty sad. What Emma? Um, hmm. <laughs> Okay, so why don't you read a little bit at 25, and let's see what happens. Okay.
1: Me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. As they sat down to eat their meal, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. Hmm. Their camels were loaded with spices, balm, and myrrh, and they were on their way to take them down to Egypt.
0: Oh, so they saw travelers coming uh, on their way to Egypt from Gilead. Who are Ishmaelites? Do you remember?
1: Ishmael's descendants. One of Abraham's Who's kids, Ishmael? One of Abra- Abraham's kids.
0: You're right. When Abraham oh. and Sarah could not have any kids Isaac. right away, they used Hagar, the servant, and she gave birth to Ishmael. But Hagar was from Egypt. And so when ultimately when she left them with Ishmael, they went towards Egypt and these Ishmaelites were like relatives then of all the Israelites. And they were not just relatives, but they lived in like the deserty areas. Um, So that's interesting that that comes up. We're probably 20, 20 chapters or so away from thinking about what happened to hagar and ishmael so obviously it's a part of the story you would recognize if we had read all of genesis in a row so they're seeing these ishmaelites coming and they what do you think they're doing why does it tell us about the camels are loaded with spices and balm and myrrh
1: I guess they're probably going to sell joseph right
0: well Both. we don't have any of that yet but we learned that they've got camels they have a lot of specialty goods right. these aren't the kinds of things you travel with like to eat on the way they were traveling to trade them right they were going to go meet and do some dealings and i and i think that's where the idea is going to come for what to do for the brothers to handle joseph spices and balm and myrrh some of these things are like medicinal what does medicinal mean it means it's me- like medical medicinal oh. So I mean yeah, it's like medicine. It like helps you heal a wound or um other things that you can do. Some of them I'm sure were just special aromas and and things that you could you could trade. So they're bringing all these things on their way to Egypt, which of course has tons of marketplaces and opportunity. Read a little bit more. This time, Caleb.
1: So when the Midianite merchant Mm, or... Judah. Oh, Judah said to his brothers, what will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let's sell him to to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. His brothers agreed.
0: Mm. So we had Reuben mentioned last time. Do you remember? Uh-huh. Reuben was a brother that was mentioned. And Reuben didn't want him to die. Reuben was hoping to take Joseph back out of the cistern. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. And back to his father where he could be safe from all this hatred. Uh-huh. Now, what is Jude- what do you think of Judas thinking? Judas says... We're not going to get anything if we just kill him and then cover up his blood and walk away, but we can get some money if we sell him.
1: Well, they're just great. After
0: all, he's our brother, our own flesh and blood.
1: Well, they probably should have consulted with all the other brothers and, made, and waited till Reuben got back to consult with him because I think Reuben was the oldest, wasn't he? But they know that right. if they... Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but, if, but if they know, but if they know, but if they waited for Reuben, um, the Ishmaelites would be long gone by the time he probably got back. Well, I well, don't know when he got back. Or maybe
0: they kind of knew that Reuben didn't really want to do something to Joseph or they, maybe they could tell in some way and they're they're going to talk about this without Reuben knowing that they want to do this to joseph it's just interesting that he's still ready to do something mean and terrible to joseph even though it comes out of his mouth like he is our brother he's our brother he's our own flesh and blood like when we talk about having your conscience speaks to you about what's Mm -hmm. right and wrong and sometimes it really doesn't work that well does it Mm -hmm. and here's a case where judah's like well he's our brother well what should you do to a brother let's sell him i mean that's not a his conscience should be telling him him, right his conscience should be telling him that this isn't something that you do listen to what you're saying i think it's good for us to see in the bible people that are sinners like we are where sometimes they don't always listen to their consciences. They're just that angry or that jealous and that upset. They just do it. Right?
1: Emma,
0: mm-hmm. keep us going. Verse 28.
1: So, when the Midianite merchants came by, his brothers pulled Joseph up out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites, who took him to Egypt.
0: What? Which kinds of people were these people? Midianites Midianites what did we call them before Ishmaelites Ishmaelites so it's a good kind of for us to learn a little bit about how the bible talks about these peoples and it seems like Ishmaelites and Midianites are talking about the same the same guys so do you remember uh, when we started the podcast we were back in Exodus chapter 13 Mm-hmm. And at some point, like in Exodus 18, we met Jethro, the priest of Midian, 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 which was down in the desert area by the Sinai Peninsula. And that's how we we saw Jethro come and meet Moses. And he was in that Midian area. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sh- I mean, that's years later from this. This is a lot earlier, but it seems like Ishmael and his family got set up in the desert and maybe they did it, you know, that far down, um, not by Canaan, right away or right next to Egypt, but in the area that eventually became called Midian. <laughs> so there you go. Midianites and Ishmaelites are kind of the same thing. <laughs> so you can remember that in the future when you see those things come up. You know, you could say, well, I wonder how close Jethro was related to Ishmael. Which means that
1: Moses, since he married his daughter.
0: He married Jethro's daughter.
1: daughter. Then he could then have been related to Ishmael.
0: I think these are interesting ideas and things to connect as you read through the Bible, right? It's kind of fun, but the point of this is to say that his brothers got Joseph out, and they did sell him for twenty shekels of silver. These shekels mm-hmm. are—I'm not sure exactly what a shekel is, but it's—they're these weighted coins, you know, um, where they can—they can determine a price um, based on those shekels. Weights.
1: Like are about eight ounces or about two hundred thirty grams. Yeah,
0: so I suppose we could—we um, could try to weigh. Weigh something, and but they're weighing out the silver, and that's how they would know how much they were paying is by the weight of it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So now Joseph is on his way where? To Egypt. How would you feel about that? You now now you're out of the cistern, yay! But
1: you're you're heading
0: away from home. Yeah, Elsie, do you see the chains in your picture? Oh yeah. Are there chains on Joseph's hands? Uh huh. Yeah, it's, it's to. In a picture way, it's to show that Joseph is sold as a slave. And you've got him tied by ropes, I think, Gabrielle, in your picture book, right? And how does Joseph look? Sad. He looks really sad and worried. Like, I'm really going to miss my family. Now he's going on this huge trip with these traders, and who knows what he doesn't even know. So he's all uncertain about his future and... What's gonna happen to him next? And I think that's another reason why I wanted to read through these stories with you during this uncertain times for us, right? Mm-hmm. Things are a little bit different right now in our country, and we don't always know tomorrow. But we do know um, who God is, Elsie.
1: Um. Well, Joseph. Um. Looks like he's. Um. Trying to call.
0: He's trying for to call Ruben? for his brothers. Yeah.
1: For Reuben? Maybe?
0: Mm.
1: So wow. he can be safe?
0: Yeah. Well, Reuben is going to return, but Joseph will be gone. Listen. When Reuben returned to the cistern and saw that Joseph was not there, he tore his clothes. He went back to his brothers and said, The boy isn't there. Where can I turn now? So Reuben, what does it mean that he tore his clothes? He ripped them. He ripped them? Yeah. Why did he do that?
1: Because he was mad and He's sad.
0: Yeah, it is a sad kind of thing. It's a grief thing. It's to show... You're showing on the outside to other people that something is really bothering you. That you're messed up inside. Do you remember in the last story we focused on who tore their robe? Um, uh, mm,
1: Esther. No, Mordecai.
0: Mordecai did. No, like I was talking I think about he did. the thing
1: of Esther. Yeah. But Mordecai did. But it tear was in the robe. story of Esther. I thought King Xerxes tore his robes.
0: No. Well, we'll we'll have to look that up. But I think Mordecai did early yeah, early but, on. Yeah, maybe on that was set. King
1: Hezekiah that tore mm. his robes. I think that's what I'm thinking about. Oh, uh-huh. so well, I was thinking. I think that Mordecai tore his robes because mm-hmm. he he. T- I think he tore it he when he heard about plot. the Haman plot. I guess.
0: What what do we, we do when, when we're upset and Roman sad? Plans. You don't tear your clothes, but what do you do?
1: And just we stop up to our room. And and start crying
0: <laughs> yeah you might cry you're obviously upset you might make a sad face and there's still something on the outside usually for others that we can pay attention to how each other's feeling um, and talk about it Elsie
1: when I'm mad about something mm. um this is how I go and sit
0: okay you're curling like up and that. putting pulling your knees up close and putting your head down
1: I do that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and that's because I'm bad about something, and Mm -hmm. I just can't control it.
0: Yeah, and then Reuben says, the boy isn't there. Where can I turn now? He seems to be really stuck. He was trying to get Joseph back to Jacob, his father, and now he realizes, I don't think I can do that. What am I going to do? Because what did he want to do?
1: He wanted to take Joseph out of the cistern and bring him back to his dad.
0: Yeah, he wanted his and he wanted his dad to know that his uh-huh. brother was his son was protected and Joseph was safe and he doesn't know what he's supposed to do. Caleb, why don't you read at verse thirty one? Then they got
1: Then they got Joseph's robe, slaughtered a goat, and dipped the robe in the blood. They took the ornate robe back to their father and said, We found this. Examine it to see whether it is your son's robe.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Wow. So what is this called? What are they doing?
1: Blasphemy.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know about blasphemy.
1: Plagiarism? Well they're lying, no, that's they're, they're lying to their father so that they wouldn't get in trouble.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're they're making it look like something they're else. Innocent yeah, that they're innocent and we don't we just found this and even though it was all lying, they're covering up the story. We call it a cover-up because you can, like, nothing to see here. You know how you hide something, uh-huh. by, like covering it or something? So they're trying to hide the truth. They're... Like
1: for Easter, you've got to put the kids somewhere where they won't find the eggs when you're hiding them.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Cover-up. Now, let's read a little bit more. Jacob recognized it. The father recognized the robe, and he said, "It is my son's robe. Some ferocious animal has devoured him. Joseph has surely been torn to pieces." So he recognized the robe, and he figured what happened.
1: That ferocious animal had torn him up to pieces.
0: Yeah, that's so terrible. Very sad. Then Jacob tore his clothes, put on sackcloth, and mourned for his son many days. Mm -hmm. So he tore his clothes as a sign to everybody, and he put on sackcloth. What's sackcloth?
1: It's like sack like you know the sacks that you can get potatoes in
0: well is that maybe. sort of
1: what it is and You poke a hole through it and for it for your arms and you put it on and you stick your arms through
0: yeah i'm not sure how they used it besides it i think it comes up in the bible sackcloth comes up with weeping and mourning and being very very sad grief mm-hmm. and, and sackcloth is like probably camel hair or goat hair like yeah, it's kind it of rough and bristly so you put it on because you're feeling uncomfortable and you wear something that is uncomfortable so he tore his clothes and you know how you put on a shirt sometimes and you're like this itches or this is i don't like to wear this one because it always scratches me here or something you know sackcloth i think had that feeling and so you're showing people how distressed you are that you're not feeling good and you're showing that on the outside all of his sons and daughters came to comfort him but he refused to be comforted no he said i will continue to mourn until i join my son in the grave so his father wept for him so he's basically saying i'm just it's gonna i'm stuck like this i'm gonna be like he was so felt so terrible about it even though all he knows is that it's an accident, it says. That, yeah, it says that. He's all
1: his sons, so it means probably like the brothers came and tried to comfort him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but I don't it's know a big why family. because
1: it's their evil deed. Yeah,
0: we don't hear about every person that was born to Jacob. You know, we don't hear about all of the the entire family. But it, yeah, it looks like they all nobody wanted to see their father like this. They all wanted to help him out. And sometimes we want to try to help each other out too, right? And comfort somebody when they're feeling sad and pay attention to each other's tears. There's a special word for that called empathy. Oh, yeah. I thought
1: it was sympathy.
0: Well, yeah, both. They're a little bit different, but um, they're they're both at least paying attention to how someone else is feeling. Mm-hmm. But obviously Jacob is... Is very very torn up about it. We actually say torn up. Andy tore his clothes, You know.
1: <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, the Midianites sold Joseph in Egypt to
1: Potiphar, Potiphar. Potiphar. Potiphar,
0: one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. So he did get sold to a pretty um, pretty rich guy and powerful guy. And uh, that's where we're going to pick up the story next in chapter 39. We'll skip chapter 38 and, and see what happens to Joseph in 39. All right, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for giving us the chance to look at stories that deal not just with sinners and chaos, but ultimately point us to your power and your grace that is so perfect in our weakness Help us to trust in you at all times. Be with our minds and our thoughts and our desires that, that we might be new people inside and think only about what helps somebody and not hurts them and doing things that care for them, show your love to them uh, because this is your will and we want to do your will by your spirit. Help us to live that way as your people. Amen. Amen. Oh, the Lord is good to me. And so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need. The sun and the rain and the apple seed. The Lord is good to me. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Amen.